If you're an avid listener to the podcast, then you know that I'm all about creativity, which is why I've done episodes and topics like creative ideas to draw closer to Jesus, or using one's creative talents to impact others in the world, or creative ideas for building female community, and encouraging the use of all creative gifts for the kingdom, whether they fit into the Big C Church or not. But today, I want to talk about something different. Today, I want to talk about how your own creative talents can be a vehicle for healing. So many of us carry so many kinds of wounds, especially when we're new to the journey of becoming a Jesus-empowered woman. I know this was the case for me. And even now, many years later, after coming to Christ, as I'm working on my book, which is a childhood dream resurrected by Jesus this year, I'm finding that it's already providing closure and healing. So I want to take a closer look at the power of creativity and how exactly it can help you heal no matter where you are in your journey. Hey there, amazing lady. Welcome back to the Jesus Empowered Maiden podcast. I'm Jen Murray, owner of Relatescape, where I create, inspire, and motivate Jesus-based empowerment for my sisters in faith. If you're ready to dig deep into the true character of Jesus and our Heavenly Father, to learn who you really are as the daughter of the King, to break free from all the things holding you captive, both internal and external, and to learn how to love yourself in all your beloved uniqueness, you are definitely in the right place. It's time, sister, to claim your female identity, authority, and freedom in Christ like never before. As always, you can learn more and connect with me over at RelateEscape.com. You are loved, you are seen, and you are meant for more. Let's dive in. All right, sister, welcome to today's episode. I'm excited to take a new turn at this topic of creativity, kind of go inward a little bit and talk about how creativity can help our healing. And I know I've said this before on the show, but I think in the kingdom and the big C church overall, I, th- I just really feel like creativity is highly underestimated, if not forgotten altogether, right? It just kind of takes this backseat which really baffles me because the first line in the Bible is about God creating. Like the first part of the first book the Bible is like God creating a ton of stuff. And it's also one of the first character traits that we learn about him. I mean, and then all we have to do is look outside our windows to see how powerful creativity can be, right? Nature is God's canvas. And that creativity, that nature, that canvas, it soothes and it comforts and it lowers our blood pressure and it awes us with beauty and has all it has all kinds of positive um, things that it can it can do for us. And then, of course, when we talk about creativity, it's not just nature, right? There's endless mediums. We have photography, woodworking, graphic design, interior design, you know, singing. Um, writing music, writing scripts for movies or plays. I mean, the list is really endless. And all of these mediums are powerful. We tell stories through them to encourage and connect with others. We reveal truth. We do these um, creative projects to make gifts and bring people joy in their life. 
we do it to earn a living. We expose people to new ways of thinking or different perspectives. And historically speaking, when a nation is repressed, culture, in other words, creativity, is often what continues to kind of like subvert that ruling power and carry on the truth. So there's no denying that creativity is very, very powerful, but it's not just a powerful vehicle to impact others. It can also impact us as well. And again, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, or if even if you're new to the show, chances are you're carrying a lot of wounds, some of them deeper than others, but they're all things that Jesus ultimately wants to heal. Maybe not all at once, but they are things that he wants to heal. I know this from my own personal journey. I remember back to the days after I was saved or when I came to Jesus, which is about 20 years ago now, Jesus immediately began to do a lot of healing. He was healing a lot of wounds. Um, He was helping to renew mindsets and perspectives. Um, Sometimes I felt like he was just inside throwing out junk, like a mechanic looking at a car and going, this doesn't belong here, right? I had a lot of baggage as a young 20-something coming from an abusive childhood and then being in abusive marriage for a couple years at that point. Now, back then at that time, I was first dabbling with web design. It started out as a hobby before I eventually, um, again, in my 20s, went back and got my bachelor's in it. And uh, as I was kind of like exploring it, I had my jenmurray.com domain and I was just kind of using it as a playground. So I would listen to certain songs that were speaking to me at the time, and then I would just play with putting that song and its lyrics on the site and explaining like what it meant to me. And it wasn't even a website that other people were visiting, like not even my friends. It was simply a creative outlet where I could express what I was thinking and feeling and have some visual fun with colors and fonts and, you know, all of that good stuff as I was also exploring the medium of web design. My website was a creative outlet or project that helped me work through my thoughts and my feelings and what was happening in my life. And there was a lot happening. I, one day I was married and like not a Christian. And then suddenly I was right. This is a girl who had like no real real religious upbringing, you know, things kind of changed overnight in a big way. And whatever your creative talent is for you, whether it's writing or visual arts or baking, or maybe it's something like really extremely niche, doesn't matter. Your creativity can help you process and gain perspective and awareness, can help you find comfort to work through whatever it is that Jesus wants to work through and to help find healing. Again, it doesn't matter what your artistic talent is. I guarantee you, if you stop and think about it a bit or even pray over it a bit, you'll see how your artistic talent can do this for you. So let's look at some specific ways that your creativity can facilitate healing, whether you're doing a private project or something that's like your eyes only that the world's never gonna see, or you're mixing um, catharsism with business, or you're collaborating with others, whatever avenue you choose. So firstly, Using creativity, your own artistic talents in your healing process, it can help you remember positive things that have been long forgotten. 
And that positive thing can be a memory, it can be a person, it could be like a pivotal interaction or even something that you've forgotten about yourself. As I've started writing my book, um, which I've just started this past month, I've already found the latter to be true because I've started at the beginning where I'm writing about my childhood and who I was, um, including who I was before things like my father's abuse, like squelched and dimmed and started to change who, who I was, um, who God created me to be. And I'm remembering things from that that I really found that I need to take note of. So for example, I was born a very joyful, enthusiastic, and encouraging person, which also means I spoke up without worrying about (laughs) what other people thought, as very young children do. But then my father's emotional and mental abuse began to take their toll. He made me feel less than, it wasn't safe, and I started drawing into myself because of that. And at the same time, as I got older, culture started having its own effect, right? Because it teaches us very early that boys get to be one way and girls get to be another. Boys get to speak up and pretty much do whatever they want because boys will be boys. They get to be adventurous. um, And we are supposed to like be silent and be pretty and smile. I forget the exact age, but I know there was... um, something I documentary I was watching once that said that they have actually done studies that shown, I want to say it was around the age of four or five because it was really young. I remember thinking that, wow, that's a really young age for this to happen. So it was around four or five or somewhere thereabouts. Don't quote me on that. But basically the study shows that at that early age, girls are already noticing the difference between how boys and girls are treated and they start like changing who they are because of it. And I can recall certain interactions where a man would make me feel silly or stupid for speaking um, on top of all of this, even when it was in response to a question they had asked. I, I remember as a young child being at some sort of like church event, um, which must have been like through my babysitter at the time because my parents did not go to church. But I remember there being like a pastor who was teaching us how to sing a song. And after he led us through it once, um, he like turned to the group and asked, you know, was there anybody that hasn't heard of this song before? And being that I had never heard of it until we had just sung it, I responded that I hadn't. And then in front of the group, he made fun of me for answering that way because we had just sung it. So as he said, how can I not be familiar with it? So I'm sure I'm not the only woman who looks back and looks on who she was before, before abuse, before culture, before like just ridiculous interactions, um, and can look back and, and just kind of like feel, see where she started to dim herself from who she was meant to be when she started to change or um, of her own accord or like just started feeling like the world was chipping away at who she was. And working on my book has reminded me, though, that I've never really fully regained that joyful, enthusiastic self, like not to the level that I really was as a young child. Focusing on this for the book has brought more of this into perspective for me. Now, I have no trouble speaking up nowadays. But even so, I still think I've come to realize that I'm keeping like the really joyful gen deep inside buried 
because she learned long ago as a child, it was safer to hide it. And then as I grew into an adult, when you're labeled as like the cute woman and not taken seriously because women can only be one thing, she learned to also keep it hidden because that means that her brain won't be as, um, like won't be as, won't be seen through that joyfulness. But now that I'm looking at things through the lens of this book, I'm remembering exactly who I was. And I'm also thinking, you know what? I just really need to reclaim that. Like this is who God created me to be. And I'm still letting the world dictate what level of joy and um, positivity I'm putting out, which makes no sense. So all that to say, this is just one very personal example of how your creativity can help you remember any number of good things. Because the point here is I'm remembering in more detail the woman that God created me to be. It, and with that awareness, now I can take steps and work with Jesus to you know, get back to that or unleash that gen to, re, to reclaim her, right? But this creative process is what allowed me to focus and find that in order to start pursuing it, if that makes sense. All right. Secondly, using creativity for your healing, it can help you process and express your feelings, including the ones that you're not currently aware of. As we know, the Western world is not all that great when it comes to making mental and emotional health a priority. We're getting better. We're making strides, but we're certainly a far cry from things like the ancient Jewish custom of putting on sackcloth and putting ashes on our heads or whatever the modern equivalent would be of that. Instead, we're still more like stiff British upper lip, show must go on and and don't look back and all of that. And as a result, we often don't know how to process something or, or work through our feelings. However, as creative people, we know how to be creative. And when we give ourselves permission to explore our wounds, stories, or feelings through the safety of our art, which can also be supported by um, bringing this to Jesus, by having godly counsel, we can be going to a Christian therapist. We don't necessarily have to do the art and that's it. If we're exploring something that's really um, hurtful or um, where we need support, I want to make sure that we're aware that that is okay. But going through that creative process as part of it, we can find that the the how in some manner can take care of itself, especially, again, if we're bringing it to Jesus at the same time and he can meet us there with the process along with any other support system we have in place. But as a result, as you create, you'll likely discover perspectives and emotions that you didn't even know were there. And so there can be this full process of assessing and then processing and emoting and like thinking on all the things and bringing them to Jesus and ultimately finding healing and peace and things that were once there affecting you kind of in the dark because you weren't aware of them will have come to the light and also have been dealt with, which means you're unburdening yourself and finding healing at the same time. You're removing blockers that you didn't even know were there and you're healing in ways that you didn't even know that you needed healed. So as you create something, whatever that looks like, you're also, I want to just point out, you're also creating something out of all these emotions and the wounds and the process of processing it. And whether that final product that you produce is comical or it's dark or it's just really pretty and gorgeous, you've created something, right? So not only have you facilitated healing, but you've taken control 
by funneling all the stuff that you're feeling and thinking into a new creation. And that's very powerful and healing in and of itself. All right. So there's, there's that aspect too. All right. Thirdly, using creativity to help you heal, it can help you lay things to rest and fully move on to the next season. Now, being a Jesus-empowered woman and a Christian in general is all about being on a journey with Jesus, right? You're constantly growing, changing, transforming, doing things you never thought possible, becoming someone you never thought possible. It's also a walk with Jesus where at certain times, you're essentially going to be leveling up or moving into a new season. And sometimes to move forward, we need to put the last season behind us. We might not forget about it. We may still tell our story to help others, but emotionally, mentally, we may need to put it behind us in some way, or we may need to be in a healthy place with it, or maybe it's time to focus less on that so we can focus on the new things that God has for us. I believe that's one of the many reasons God has me writing my book. Yes, it's to show women through my own journey that it is possible to go from where they are to where they long to be with Jesus being there to be the link between the two, right? Yes, it will bring in income and the book will be part of my business's sales funnel, but I haven't really taken a good look at my past from a place of mature growth. And for example, God had to purposefully resurrect my childhood dream of writing and show me that it used to be an actual dream Because one, I had just long forgotten about it. Like it was just something way far in my past. And secondly, when I did happen to look back, which wasn't often, and think about the writing, I simply saw it through the lens of something I did purely for escape, which was, which was definitely part of it towards the end of my childhood. But God has shown me, no, like this did start out as a dream. This is something that you're really good at and you're meant to do. And now that I'm embracing that dream again, and I've started writing this book, I'm also revisiting my past as a whole because that's part of writing the book. And while my book will be a public creation, meaning it's going to be out there, you know, it will, it will be on Amazon. It'll be out there to be sold on my website. It's going to be out there for people to consume And it's going to be something that I continue to, you know, point to and use for discussion for years to come. I believe that right now, as I'm writing it, God wants to use it as a way to bring some closure before moving me on to the next season. Now, your creative project or endeavor doesn't have to be public like my book will be. It can be something that you create for yourself and Jesus, that's totally private. And then once you've made it, it just never leaves your closet. It doesn't have to be public. However, going through the process and creating something physical from that process, again, whatever that looks like for you, it can be a series of cakes that you uh, obviously can't put in your closet, but maybe you photograph them, right? You make like art out of cakes. You're one of those amazing people. Maybe it's a room you design. Maybe it's a song that you create. Whatever that looks like, you've created something physical from the process. And there's a lot of healing and power of that. Not to mention that having a physical representation of that past or of that progress is something you can symbolically stow away as long as it's not a cake and help you move forward. Right. And speaking of moving forward, as we wrap up this episode, I hope today's message has been really helpful for you. 
and not too serious. I know that usually when I do an episode on creativity, I try to make it more lighthearted and fun. Um, One, because it's creativity and two, because we talk about a lot of serious topics on the podcast. And so every once in a while, I want to give us a break and just kind of dig into something that that's a little more lighthearted. But I really feel like this was an important message to get out there today. Healing can be such a tough business sometimes. There's no doubt about it. And again, I know that from personal experience, it can take longer than we'd like, right? It might not just be we do one creative project and we feel healed and we're done. It could be a whole year of doing creative projects if it's something that Jesus is really trying to get in there and heal or if it was something really tragic or hurtful. I'm not at all with this episode saying that healing is as simple as doing like one weekend project and then things are over, right? It can definitely take longer than we would like, even when Jesus is right there in the middle of it. And healing can encompass a multitude of things. Again, it's not just creativity. It can be going to a group. It can be having a Christian therapist. It can be any number of things, right? It can be just having time to put distance and time between what has happened. Sometimes like we just need that. Um, It can encompass a multitude of things. But sister, I truly believe that your creativity is a powerful tool in your arsenal when it comes to healing. So don't be afraid. If you take anything from this episode, don't be afraid to use your artistic talent as a way to find hope and a way to find healing. In fact, it can make the process less scary and like abstract and invite Jesus into the process, invite support into the process see what happens. I bet you'll be astonished at the results. Cheers. Hey friend, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or it blessed you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from all of my amazing, powerful ladies And I'm truly blessed when I get a glimpse of the incredible things God is doing in your lives. It also helps other women just like yourself find the show, allowing God to work in their lives too. Thank you so, so much. And by the way, if you want to drop me a line, you can reach me over at RelateEscape.com. Cheers.